everyone, you're listening to Lisa Welsh, and this is Microgreens for growers and consumers. So I'm here today to talk to you guys about, what did I tell you? Edible flowers. Well, edible flowers and edible herbs and edible flowers and um, herbs are pretty much, they go a lot, and microgreens. They all kind of form this unique little bond where like borage is a microgreen. It's also an edible flower. Um, it's also got medicinal purposes. So basically, we're going to crack the case of what some of these products are and go through, kind of like we do with the microgreens, what they're all about. Now, you, my wonderful listeners, are awesome because you know and I know. Yeah, some of these words, I mean, I'm just going to murder them. That being said, I will try to give you the information that I can. I will also tell you, as a disclaimer, I am definitely not a doctor. I do not take most of these, and if I do, I'll tell you I do, um, and why, and what my effects are. But for the most case, I'm going off of what studies have told me, and different things like that, because sometimes results can be scary. I mean, look at the, the vaccine, right? Some people take the vaccine, they have no problem. Some people take the vaccine, they get sick. Some people take the vaccine and they die. I mean, like literally, it can cross the gamut. So all things seem to run that spectrum. Like, I was just telling somebody, my husband got COVID. I was vaccinated. Well, actually, I'm part of a clinical trial. So I did get a vaccine. What vaccine it was is none that none of you have taken. It was something that they're developing and still researching today. But I did that because I wanted to make sure that the the vaccine would not affect my kid. So after my husband gets COVID, I tell my son, go get your vaccine. And like, go get it now. He tells me he won't on principle. Strong little opinionated little teenage grown adult man there. Anyhow, long story short, he refuses to go do it. Had the appointment set up for him and everything. The next day, um, as you know, if you're part of the farmer's world, you can get access to uh, government findings basically before they put them out the press release or as they put them out. So the next day, they put a warning against the vaccine. I'm telling my son to go get it. So I'm grateful that he is uh, resistant a little bit, but sometimes it's still kind of annoying because some people have effects that we don't necessarily always have. So just keep that in mind and do your own research and talk to your own doctor before you do anything on your own because I'm not responsible for that. So we're going to start at the very beginning with the A's. Yep, you heard me. So the first edible flower or medicinal plant we're talking about because basically it runs the gamut is angelica. It's a plant. The root, seed, leaf, and fruits are all used to make medicine. Well, what kind of medicine? Well, they use this angelica for heartburns, intestinal gas. That means flatulence. All you, I know that word. Loss of appetite, anorexia. Overnight urination, uh, nocturia. Uh, I also heard that stinging nettles is good for urination. Not that I've tried it. I don't have a need to try it yet. But maybe one day. Things to look forward to. <laughs> um, arthritis, stroke, dementia, circulation problems, runny nose, nervousness, anxiety, fever, plague, and trouble sleeping. Well, that's quite a list. 
Some women are also known to use Angelica for starting their periods. But, take that a little bit further. Sometimes, women also use it to cause an abortion. Would I recommend it? Heck, no. That's just crazy. Um, I would assume that it's taking probably in excess copious amounts of it, but I don't know. Um, I can only tell you what they found. Um, Angelica is also used to increase urine production, uh, improve your sex drive, in case you need one, improved, stimulate the production and secretion of phlegm, and kill germs. So, it sounds like it could be good for you, maybe, or it could be bad for you, maybe. I think you probably want to start with the, a low amount and see kind of where that goes. Some people apply Angelica directly to the skin for nerve pain or joint pain and skin disorders in combination with other herbs, meaning if you combine it with something else, <laughs> um, I don't know what that something else would be, it can create a very more, it can work together to create a more powerful um, reaction. Like one of the ones they actually talk about is uh, a lot of times they use Angelica with aromatherapy to reduce symptoms associated with quitting tobacco. If I have any smokers out there in the world, which smoking is just killing yourself, just so you know. I don't care if you smoke, because I live with smokers, but I will tell you, you're just killing yourself and everybody else around you. And it's really a waste of money. But who am I? I'm not going to judge. I'm just going to tell you. Angelica does contain chemicals that they say might kill cancer cells and fungus, reduce anxiety, and settle your stomach. So, anytime I see something that says it can kill cancer cells, I'm always about that. Because I think that we can do something about cancer. But, I also know that sometimes both are true. Sometimes things that can help prevent cancer can also cause cancer. On the flip side. So, I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Some of the some of the uses and effectiveness of Angelica are indigestion. A specific combination product containing Angelica seems to improve symptoms of upset stomach, including acid reflux, hate heartburn, stomach pain, cramping, nausea, vomiting. The combination includes Angelica plus peppermint leaf, clown's mustard plant chamomile, caraway, licorice, uh, milk thistle, uh, caladine, and lemon balm. They have found insufficient evidence, meaning that they think it could be true, but they cannot prove it one way or another yet, that it is effective for quitting smoking. It does show that in early research that it does help when you do vapors of angelica and essential oils. Um, Reduces your tobacco cravings. But they'd have to do a lot more testing before they can say definitively. They also have the same issue with um, excess urination at night. I mean, who really wants to figure out how much you urinate? I actually read a very interesting study the other day um, about something else I probably can't get into here. But it was about how the body responds to certain things. And it's amazing what the body can do. But I don't really want anyone determine whether or not I pee more or less at night based on what I take. It also 
there's insufficient evidence to say that it helps with early orgasms in men, premature ejaculation. So, yep, I went there. So, they say if you put a cream on your skin, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, that it can prevent that. But they say there's not enough evidence. So, gentlemen, if you want to try it out, I ain't going to stop you. I don't want to know about it, though. Um, bed sores. They say that applying Angelica to a pressure ulcer might help it heal faster. Or applying it to the skin may prevent um, bed sores. Uh, again, they don't know for sure. They also don't know about anxiety, dementia, fever, fluid retention, or increasing urine production, which is kind of the absolute opposite of reducing excessive urination at night. Because if they increase urine production, how does it decrease at night? Anyhow, so what do we know about Angelica? We know one. It is a edible flower, considered, because it has flowers that are edible, and has medicinal purposes. But basically, the medicinal purposes that we know to be would be about your tummy, your tummy, your tummy, your tummy. So if you want to not have tummy issues, then you should want to try some angelic. As far as all the rest of it, it's really too early to say. Um, are there any side effects? Well, of course there are. What do you need to know? Well, I like how they put this in the most, let's just say, uh, politically correct terms you could come up with. So when taking by mouth, Angelica is likely safe in amounts normal found in foods. How much is you normally found in foods? I don't really know. How do you find that out? I don't really know. We'll figure it out somehow together. Um, when it's applied to the skin, Angelica is possibly safe. Yep. Definitively safe? Well, we don't really know. So... That's how you got. So it looks like you can eat it as long as you don't eat copious amounts. Copious meaning a lot. Um, now, here's one question that I get often Is it safe to take when you're pregnant? Honestly, I don't think anybody's going to tell you anything's safe to take when pregnant because everything's got a warning. If you're pregnant, basically, you should starve yourself. I don't really know what to say. I'm just kidding, by the way. Um, it says that it may or may not be safe to take by mouth when you're pregnant. Because there's so much happening with the baby's development, I just think they really just don't know much. I mean, they usually know what's really not safe, but for the most part, things that run the middle of the gamut, they really don't know. Um, they also say don't take it if you're breastfeeding, just to be safe. Um, there are currently no drug interactions that they know of with Angelica, which is awesome. And how much should you take? That's a good question. And how do they determine how much I should take? Well, that they've done research on. So, for indigestion, by taking it by mouth, you can contain Angelica and several other herbs, if you want, um, have been used in a dose of one milliliter three times a day. Now, based on that dosing, they have not seen a lot of problems. Now, if you take that beyond that dosing, here's your warning. Warning, warning. Imagine those little red lights. Boom, boom, boom. Um, One thing. Do you remember at the beginning where I said that some people take it to induce their periods or abortions? 
So copious amounts, probably not so good for you. A lot of people who have been known to take more than their required dose or recommended dose have serious nosebleed problems. So think about that. Think about if um, I, it, if it's causing like hemorrhaging, right? Because that would be what would usually cause a miscarriage. Um, or um, you'd have to think about what else would be seriously at risk if that were to happen. So like if you have an increased risk of stroke, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, um, I mean, so many things. Be very careful, and I wouldn't even try it. I honestly talk to your doctor. Um, I'm, again, not a doctor, but I'm a doctor of smarts enough to know that certain things run real risks and you should not play with. So just try that. Although I do think doctors are usually not so great at things. Um, again, I just... But be careful and watch your dosing or start out small and see how it affects you because things and also keep in mind sometimes vitamins and herbs they build up in your body and you create this natural um you'll naturally take more even though you're not trying to because it just stays in your system so anyhow that's what we know about angelica root i've never grown it don't know how to grow it yet um i do have some seed coming so i can try it because that sounds like fun. I always want to try something new. Um, but for now, that's all we got. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.